In my line of work, you got to keep repeating things over and over and over again for the truth to sink in. To kind of catapult the propaganda. It's time for the January 9th edition of Weekly Signals Weekly Review, a reality-based mash of contemporary events compiled from the world's great newspapers and blogs at NathanCallahan.com and ripped in part from Harper's Magazine at Harper's.org. I'm Nathan Callahan. And I'm Mike Caspar. And now, the news. George W. Bush ousted. He ousted people. He did. Last week, he, replaced he spent a lot time of, ousting. Yeah. Oust, yeah. Uh, two top commanders in the Middle East, that would be John Abizade yeah. and George Casey. Yeah. They opposed escalation. Funny how that works. Yeah, so yeah, they're they, out. They out. They're out. Yeah. Well, you know, there is something to be said for that. If you're going to do a plan, you want somebody in there who supports your plan. So if they'd have been, you know, if, if George Bush wanted peace yeah. and they were opposed to peace, well, then... Then gonna, I, I would oust them. Yeah, there, there is There's something. There is something in this that feel it feels smells like failure. This uh-huh. this all this this round of getting people to say what you want them to say. Essentially, mm-hmm. that's. I mean, what you're saying, I agree with. You want people around you that are going. Yeah, to Yeah, the be move perfect. itself wasn't anything Just, that noteworthy. Well, yeah, the people who are in, in charge in under you in command of the troops are against your proposal. You best get them out. However, yes. let's just say that these are military people who have years, decades of experience. Well, they have some military experience on as the opposed, battlefield. As, as opposed, opposed to, to Dick Cheney, George uh, Bush, uh, Donald Rumsfeld, Paul Wolfowitz, Paul Wolfowitz Bill Crystal, John Negroponte. John Negroponte. Uh, <laughs> the list goes on and on. And so here are professional military people, and not just these guys, not just these two, Casey and Abizade. They have a number of, I mean, throughout going down the line. This is something I want to get into with our guest, Haynes Johnson, which is, at what point does the Army, Navy, Marine Corps, Air Force stand up and say, enough is enough? Are we reaching that point when all the prof- a lot of the professional, a high percentage of the professional Army people are the saying- The Army McCarthy hearings saying is no. what you're talking about here. Yeah, this is not a good idea. It is, it, it's, the stench of failure is very, very high here. Negroponte went out. Too, yeah, by yeah. The way. Negroponte yeah. and uh, to be replaced by uh, retired Vice Admiral Admiral. Yeah, he might not be Admiral. He might not be an admirable <laughs> Admiral, <laughs> but he is Mike McConnell, a Vice Admiral. Yes, Mike McConnell. Yeah, Congressional Democrats. We we can say that now. They're, they're in the they're majority. In, in majority, right? Yeah. yeah. But you know, before you never heard about them. No, except to whine and to. <laughs> Put their tail between their legs and yeah, cry. agree. Cry like yeah. a little girl. Yeah. Well, not anymore. Yeah. They came out against the surge. I don't even know if the letter's been released yet, but the but the copy I got was last week, so I'm reading the news right yeah. now. Uh, called for an end to the war uh, that they sent to President Bush. They sent a letter to him, said, let's end this turkey. Harry Reid and Nancy Pelosi uh, said that surging is a strategy. A strategy. Strategy. I, I got Bush disease. Strategery. Strategery. Surging is a strategy that you have already tried and that has already failed, which is true. They they did quietly send in more troops yeah. about six months ago. Yeah. And, Before and, the election. It was really an admission of failure even at that point. Yeah. And, and, and that, uh, that they had it, to send troops into bag, Baghdad of all places. Yeah. We we lost ground yeah. and violence increased. Right. So I, I, that's the formula. Well, this is what... I just. If you're in a, a conspiratorial frame of mind, 
that the real reason they're sending the twenty to 30,000 troops to Iraq mm-hmm. is in preparation so for... open a pizza hut? They need a lot of delivery guys, yeah. and they need them to be safe. They need them to be Tevlar-coated del- pizza delivery guys, uh-huh. and they need that. Yeah, and, and, the, and they have those little things on top of their cars, yeah, too. Yeah. Which, which <laughs> you know, somebody's got to put those on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's true. Uh-huh. And that just makes you a target. So you've got to be well prepared. Now, that these twenty to 30,000 troops are really... Uh, destined for Iran, that what they're doing is they're sending more troops over there. Any way, any excuse to get them over, they can't say we're sending thirty thousand troops. It's only one letter away. But it's only one letter letter away. away. But they can't say we're sending thirty thousand troops in preparation for an invasion of Iran, or for military action involving Iran. They can't do that. So they're going to say we're sending them there to help surge a surge strategy to help suppress sectarian violence. So they can't. Do it. They know they can't do it. It's uh, this is why I'm saying they've already. It's already been proven. Maybe I don't. Know. All right, go on. Which makes the Democrats surge suppressors. <laughs> they are surge suppressors. Surge suppressors. Thank you very much. After, I'm here all week. After nearly four years of combat, the letter said tens of thousands of U.S. casualties and over three hundred billion dollars. That's the thing. I mean, you know, the casualties. Who cares? It's the money I'm concerned. No, about. there you go. Now you've got your priorities straight. Yeah. I mean, three hundred. This is that's a three hundred billion. That's an underestimate. You know, they're saying they're being kind. Saying it's two billion a week now. Yeah, what's up with that? Two billion dollars a week. That's draining right out of my till. Yeah, I would. I would like some new highways. Yeah, and byways. And I'm sure that and you, waterways. Your your uh, your grandchildren would like better schools and Absolutely. and all the rest of it for children or whatever. Um. Also, one other thing that's distressing about this, I don't know that all the Democrats are down with the leadership on this. No, they're not. What we're going to find out is that the, the political imperative is is if we don't give Bush these twenty or 30,000 troops, mm-hmm. that when all hell breaks loose in Iraq, which it already has, but when it gets worse— he will then be able to turn around and say, it's your fault that Iraq, we lost no, Iraq. Well, we, and they're so, going to vote— they're find a way to put the troops in there because there's no way that the Democrats are going to leave themselves themselves open to that. Yeah, and, and that's, they, that's, you know, the, that's the if sickening anything they are political cynical politicians, yeah, the right. Democrats, and that's what, exactly that's, that's, what they'll do. That's, they'll send the troops in with a reservation, with a clause, yeah, or, a with, a, with a signing statement yeah, as signing, the president. Has. Right, right. We, we really don't approve of this, but, but we have to vote we're for gonna it. Put, we're going to put thousands more Americans' at lives at risk for really to to. Well, this is this parallels the Vietnam War. Oh, eerily, come on, come on. Come on. Well, after, Every war parallels no, the war. No, after, There's after, shooting going on, and one side loses. After seventy two. After seventy two. Tried to bomb Hanoi and Haiphong back into the Stone Age, which uh-huh. we essentially did. Yeah. This was going to be it. This is all we needed to do. We we're going to blast them, and yeah. you know, and this was going to. They were going to give up. Yeah. Three years later, we had helicopters hovering over the U.S. Embassy in seventy five, pulling people off that roof. Yeah. We sent in more troops. We did they everything. don't have roofs over there. They just well, have those God, little did, yeah. gimlet bottles, yeah, they, whatever they're well, called. Whatever they're they're called mosque tops. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you, you can't, can't land on those you things. Can't. You, you can't. You slip off. You that's slip. why they built them. That's, these yeah. guys, are, they're smart that way. So, Iraq's massive oil reserves. You know about those. I know. They're the third largest in the world. Yes. And, and this, is, this is the deal. They were about to be thrown open for large-scale exploitation by Western oil companies under a controversial law, which is expected to come before the Iraqi parliament this week. Does this relate back to when Bremer pretty much gave contracts to every company in the world to 
them in there. They essentially mm, no, I okay, mean, okay. it relates back to it. What, what the heck do you mean by that? The U.S. government has been involved in drawing up the law, which would give big oil companies such as yeah. BP, Shell, Exxon, 30-year contracts to extract Iraqi crude yeah. and allow first large-scale operation of foreign oil interests in the country since 1972, a date that you just mentioned in I a did, different context. In a di- now, um, yeah, that's what Bremer... Bremer essentially opened up the Iraqi oil industry to these companies. Yeah. That's what this is about. Yeah. So I was right for once. Well, you were, you were right. For I didn't say you were wrong. I know. It relates to it. This, I like this story, it. It's, it's kind of a, like right. a, not the addendum. His was the opening round. And this is kind of the continuation. And, but they've been there forever. They wanted this. This, well, is, this is the beginning of the war. This is why we went to war. This is why Dick Cheney sat down with right the here. oil executives as the administration was taking office. And do you hear it anywhere else besides Weekly Signals? I don't think so. You don't hear this kind no, of stuff unless anywhere you're else. Weekly Signals. Iraqi Prime Minister Nouri al-Maliki. Yeah. I just love to say that name because I imagine a little dog Maliki. with his with his with his tail wagging yeah. and his tongue hanging out. And he was Maliki announced that he would not be seeking a second term. I don't want to take this position," said Al Maliki. "I wish it could be done with even before the end of this term." He wants out. Yeah. That's what you're saying. <laughs> yes. So he's what, not what I'm saying. What he's saying. <laughs> yeah, I understand. He's saying, He's saying, I'm getting a little bit anxious here. <laughs> anxious is the word for Maliki. This is the age of anxiety for Maliki. <laughs> yes. Right here. Yeah. We got it. His panties are bunched. <laughs> Every the day. army. Yeah. The army. Yeah. Our army. Yeah. Apologized for sending letters to officers killed in action, urging them to re-enlist. <laughs> you know, when I laugh, I do not laugh at, no. at these people at all. It, I it, laugh because of the, the great stupidity. It is. It's and also great. just, the, you know, just what I, else are you going to do? I, I, was, I was listening to a gentleman uh, over the weekend being interviewed, and he had a close friend who went back on his fourth tour of duty in Iraq, wow. and he was killed mm-hmm. on his fourth tour. He said that the divorce rate in the Army now mm-hmm. and within the armed forces is just skyrocketing because— you go on one tour and you get yeah. back, your wife's pretty keyed up, right? I mean, think you've, you've been away. <laughs> keyed up? Yeah. She's, things are not, yep. you know. And then they take him back for a second and then a third tour. I, I can't imagine. Third tour. Third tour. She changed the lock. She, you know at that saying? point, yeah. She's not Either keyed you're up. You're going AWOL yeah. or we're going, or I'm, I'm out of here. Yeah. And, and, uh, but, yeah, the, the divorce rates in the armed forces has just gone crazy. Iraqi security guards were arrested for taking illegal cell phone footage of Shiite officials taunting Saddam Hussein. Everybody, mm. you go to YouTube, they have like 50 versions of that. Uh, before you, uh, President. That was a disaster, by the way. I'm just going to throw that out. It was a PR disaster. Oh, yeah. I mean, this Absolutely. has been unbelievably bad. President uh, Mubarak of Egypt yeah. called images of the execution revolting and barbaric. Yeah. Which they pretty much were. They were. He's a horrible the, the, man. Yeah. He certainly deserves well, to be the, the punished. Only, all but, the rest of it. I'm not going to, you know, we already talked about this, but the way that this was conducted, if this is, this is the government we're handing over Iraq to, right? Mm-hmm. They, they can't carry out what is the highest profile trial and execution in their history. If they can't pull that off without the sectarian, um, what am I trying to say? Sectarian, uh, prejudice leaking in and um, turning it into a basically a travesty then what in the hell is going on what how, how can we expect them to govern libya on the other hand announced its intention to erect a statue of hussein on the gallows 
So you ask what went wrong? Yeah. yeah. That's what went wrong. <laughs> yeah, that's what went wrong. Master Sergeant Robert Ellis, a senior medical advisor responsible for Hussein's care in Baghdad, mm-hmm. praised the stoicism displayed by Hussein. Saddam, Ellis said, was a gangsta. Well, he was. He was. Yeah, to he, the was end. He, he was. He was cool. He was to the let's end. Let's go. Yeah, let's put this. Let's put this black scarf around my neck. Let's yeah. get this rope on. You got anything else to say? Yeah. He. Yeah. What are you looking at? Yeah, I know. Well, newly elected House Speaker Nancy Pelosi. Yes. First. She. Uh, first woman. First woman. First Italian. First woman Italian. Both. Both mm-hmm. racked up her first legislative victory. No. Oh of the 110th Congress passing ethics reforms that will ban gifts and meals paid for by lobbyists and strictly limit travel for lawmakers. They were going, they were arguing about that a little bit today. Did you hear yeah. the, that on that? Was that the one where only one guy voted against it? Was yeah. that, the, that's the one, Dan Burton, our, our good friend Dan Burton, the guy that was, wanted to impeach, was adamant to impeach uh, Bill Clinton mm-hmm. back in the day. Went looking for Vince Foster's real killer, all that kind of nonsense. And uh, probably one of the most corrupt members of Congress. I like this one coming He's up. consistent. This is a good story. Yeah. Newly released FBI files revealed that the late Chief Justice William Rehnquist. Oh, yeah, I like this one. William Rehnquist checked into a hospital for sedative dependency in 1981. That means he was hooked on downers. Yeah. Yeah. Sedative for- dependency is a fancy word for yeah. uh, <laughs> slogging it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. During his rehabilitation, Rehnquist spoke of a CIA plot against him yeah. and tried to escape from the hospital clad in his pajamas. So he should be in charge of the most powerful judicial system in the world. Right you are. The FDA approved Slentrol. You were going to say something about Rehnquist? I don't have Rehnquist? any idea. No, just yeah. that he's, he was, he, by the, the fact that he was a racist, a, a known racist back when he was in Arizona working. And he, I mean, he, he didn't. He had racial preferences. <laughs> that's what we say these yeah. days. When he, when he sold his house, there was a yes. caveat in it that it, that it could not be sold to a. We a, call that racial preferences, Mike. Colored family, as I think it was. A, racial preferences. Yeah, okay, preferences. Anyway, the, what the, is this drug that you FDA, speak of? Will this help uh, me in any way? Slendrol. Yes, it will, Mike. It's a weight loss drug for dogs. Oh. Yeah. And you do have a rather large dog. <laughs> I do. If you could slip this to Uma the cat, oh, it might help. Yeah, except she's a cat. I don't know if it works on cats. It works. Yeah. Maybe it, it, it She might if she starts barking yeah. after I give this to her, I'm going to immediately stop giving it. Uma to her. weighs about 180 pounds. She now, does. She's right? yeah. she's a good. She's, she's huge. She's a welterweight. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was reported that ExxonMobil gave 116 million dollars to 43 ideological groups between 1998 and 2005 in an effort to mislead the public by discrediting the science behind global warming. Yeah. That would be that Exxon nice Mobil. Yeah. That's what we need, is we need people impeding the scientific progress <laughs> to find out whether or not we're going to die within the next 50 or 60 years. What happens That's all the what time? That's we need, yeah. We have not progressed. Yeah. We are no further than Galileo. Yeah, we are. It's unfortunate. <sighs> we have better set- technology, though. Oh, here's, here's another one. I've got favorites. i got a lot of favorites mm. this time. Mm-hmm. A 175-ton sculpture called Spaceship Earth lay in ruin, oh. ruins at Kennesaw State University after mysteriously collapsing in the middle of the night, scarcely three months after it was unveiled. The engraved phrase, our fragile craft, was visible amid the debris. <laughs> That's that poor that's, that poor guy. The poor uh, an, artist was in tears basically uh, because the, I guess the glue didn't hold. Yeah, the glue didn't hold. Yeah, I, this I is thought. called 
a metaphor. <laughs> it is called a metaphor. That's a good metaphor. Our fragile, what is it? Our fragile spaceship? Our fragile ship? Craft. Craft. Uh, yeah. President Bush accepted the resignation of White House counsel and former Supreme Court candidate yes. Harriet Mears. Oh, Harriet. As he remade his legal team to prepare for what aides expect to be a sustained struggle with the new Democratic Congress. Eager, yes, not anxious. Not anxious. Well, they the Democratic be. Congress is <laughs> eager to investigate various aspects of his administration, yeah. like just about everything. Like everything. <laughs> yeah. Like you name yeah. it. Name something, and they're going to. They should investigate it. Oh, Harriet, poor Harriet. She was just. Uh, she was just kind of the nice. She wasn't strong enough. I think that's what it was. Oh, yeah. Not because she, she was a woman, but, but she, she was kind of a, she would have been a compromiser. She would have found a way to work yeah. things out. She they didn't want, want that. Yeah, she, yeah, they want, they get, they need a lot of attorneys. Very, very good, very aggressive attorneys. Yeah. Okay. Johnny Cochran, maybe. What do you think? <laughs> I'd like to know. see that. I don't know. I'm not going to do a Johnny Cochran. I, I, <laughs> I don't do impressions. And I, I, don't, I, wanna, I don't think he'd take I, the job. I, I don't think President Bush quietly claiming sweeping, claimed sweeping new powers to open America's mail without, yeah, yeah. without a judge's warrant. Okay. I, he, uh, he asserted his new authority when he signed a postal reform bill into law December 20th. Yeah. And he signed a signing statement, the old signing statement. We love the signing we, statement. I didn't really mean to sign that. Is essentially what a signing statement says. Yeah, exactly. I, I, I signed this, but I this only, part right here. I'm going to enforce the ones parts that I want, and I'm not going yeah. to enforce the parts I don't want. And uh, by the way, I'm going to take some new powers in the process. Like opening mail whenever like a, I feel like, like it. I feel like it. Uh, well, there you go. Once again, it was reported that Israel has drawn up secret plans to destroy Iran's uranium enrichment facilities with tactical nuclear weapons. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> That's nice. Two Israeli it, Air Force squadrons are training to blow up Iranian facilities using low-yield nuclear bunker busters. Yeah. They're one-fifteenth the size, as I was I heard. One-fifteenth the size of Hiroshima, which is certainly much— The city? Yeah, the city. They, they have They're one-fifteenth? That's one a, still a big bomb. It is a huge bomb. And and I, I am horrified at the prospect of us crossing that threshold of using nuclear weapons. In any context, in whatever size they are. Once we've crossed that threshold, I think the world is in a lot of trouble. Because lots of countries can come up with low-yield nuclear weapons and say, well, they did it. A spent Russian booster rocket re-entered the atmosphere over Colorado and hit the ground near Riverton, Wyoming. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You know, I just thought that was interesting. Yeah, no, I, I, I think space Thanks. debris. That's it, what you have to think yeah. of there. Yeah, the stuff's you know, falling. And then, in fact, that was the response to that. Yeah. When, when, when that happened was yeah. somebody said, well, stuff's falling out of the sky all the time. Yeah, wait until it falls into a populated yeah, area. Yeah, wait till it, yeah, it hits a, God wait forbid. Until it a, strafes the Hollywood Bowl. Exactly. A building in L.A. and, and two or three floors fall down, you know, and uh, people uh, will be upset. Families earning more than $1 million a year saw their federal tax rates drop more sharply than any group in the country. You're kidding. As a result of President Bush's tax cuts. Oh. This is according to a uh, nonpartisan congressional budget office study. Yeah. And this was done last year when the Republicans were in power. So if there's any hanky-panky going on, I would assume that they'd have the top hank. Yeah. And, and yet... And yet it's they still revealed yeah, yeah, $58,000 yeah. extra. For one million do- people making $1 million a year or more uh, benefited. And those, uh, on the average, for the middle income earners, their taxes went up. Yeah. 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 Do you, 
is anybody out there listening? Hello. So they 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 made another sixty thousand dollars for no. I mean, basically for nothing for sitting there. Yeah. And the people in the middle because are paying they're, more. They're good hard workers and they make more money. That's why, Mike. It's the way God wants it. It's a great country. If you don't weaken, otherwise, if you just make like a middle income, yeah, yeah, you, you're going to pay more taxes. Come on, get out of that. Get out of that trap. Okay. All right, I will. Do you have anything for me? I ain't got nothing really. You don't. There's no news you want to. Well, bring up there's all, always some kind of nonsense I want to talk about, but um, just give me one thing. Uh, one. Oh, the Gates Foundation. How about that? Did you see oh the Times? yeah. yeah. What, what yeah. went on there? Oh, the uh, the L.A. Times did a two part series on. Uh, the uh, the Melinda and uh, Bill Gates Foundation, which They're in is, trouble, which is uh, endowed to the tune of uh, well, Buffett gave it thirty one billion. I think they have about forty or forty five billion, fifty yeah. billion of their own in there. Yeah. And everybody was touting as this is going to be a sea change, and you know they're going to affect the world with the uh, ability to spend that kind of money. Yeah, it turns out that while they are spending money on uh, in Africa to help. Uh, prevent and mitigate diseases and things. They're also heavily invested in uh, oil companies and pharmaceutical companies who are depriving them of affordable, these people in Africa and other places in the world, of affordable uh, drugs. And also these oil companies, which are massively polluting Nigeria and other regions of Africa, which is creating the very conditions that they say they're trying to correct with the foundation. Mm-hmm. And they are heavily invested in all kinds of, except for tobacco. That's sort of the third rail of, of nonprofit investment. You don't invest in tobacco, but they're invested in all the other. Yeah, but that's crazy. All the other I'd death invest industry. in tobacco. <laughs> you would? Yeah. Why not? Yeah. Probably a big money maker, isn't it? Yeah, as long as if you're, you're not even allowed to smoke out of doors anyway. Yeah. So it's essentially no worse than smoking marijuana, except it hurts you more. Well, it hurts and, you a and lot who more. Care, yeah, who cares about that? Yeah. The Everything point is, you does the point hurt, is, is I hurts. mean, it, 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 you wonder if Bill Gates is a, a force for good or not, and especially with this all the hoopla that surrounded the announcement of his foundation. You were talking Nobel Prize and this, that, and the other thing for him, and you know. Get your act together. You're either going. You can invest in companies that are doing good. Yeah. Take the money, that profit. It may not be as large as an oil company. Pharmaceutical companies last quarter mm-hmm. made forty billion dollars in profit. Yeah. Okay. Do you? I mean, at what point is it just avaristic and and way? At what point do we say we don't need to make money? while people are suffering around the world with curable diseases, that these people could be a part of the solution instead of part of the problem. There you go again. I know. There you go. And finally, evangelical broadcaster Pat Robertson announced that God has told him that a terrorist attack on the United States would cause a mass killing late in 2007. You know, like about September, October, somewhere around there. Maybe, Maybe Christmas time. We don't know. Why does does any why does any what I, I I think it's fun yeah it's fun I've yeah I know, I, lived I, in I a, enjoy in a family who believed in this stuff I so, have members of my yeah, family they, not they many would, they, but I, yeah they I would know. go on you know they, they would believe in the end of the world and they'd get prepared for it and stuff they they'd get their snack bars together so so this is kind of fun this is just one more loon he's another. He, Eventually, he's going to be right. He's going to keep saying these things, and then somewhere along the line, there will be an attack, and people, and he'll he'll say God I don't told think him. So. 
Did he? Did God tell him this one, or did he just think? No, this was God. God was speaking directly to Pat on this one. I'm not necessarily saying it's going to be nuclear. He said, "He's not necessarily saying saying, that." Okay. The Lord didn't say nuclear, but I do believe it'll be something like that. Weekly Signals Weekly Review is broadcast every Tuesday on KUCI 88.9 FM, Irvine, California. To learn more about Weekly Signals or to download the podcast, visit our website at weeklysignals.com. And be sure to visit nathancallahan.com for daily readings and feature articles. Until next week, I'm Nathan Callahan. And I'm Mike Kaspar. And this is Weekly Signals.